Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Look, maybe we don't need the government to tell us what to eat. And so perhaps we could disregard the Canada Food Guide altogether. But uh, it, it exists for a reason, and it is influential. And look, if the government's going to go through the trouble of preparing a food guide and recommendations on healthy eating, it's not too much to expect that they listen to the experts and follow the evidence. There's been a lot of concern raised through this whole process about the approach that Health Canada is taking to the new food guide, and that maybe a lot of decisions seem like they were made ahead of time. So the story today from the Canadian press, Canada's food guide is poised to reduce its emphasis on meat and dairy in a healthy diet and instead recommend consuming more plants and plant-based protein, according to a draft circulated for public feedback. Sure, eat more vegetables. Good advice. But to downplay the importance of meat and dairy, I think takes us um, down a bad path. I don't think this is is evidence-based. So I I would be concerned, I know a lot of individuals and groups are, uh, that the government is on the verge, perhaps, of moving away from the importance of meat and dairy in a healthy diet. Health Canada intends to finalize and release the new version of its influential guide in the coming months. But a report containing details of a draft version suggests a significant departure from the current guide last updated back in 2007. Uh, one of the people who's been following this very closely and has tried to to raise these concerns so far to no avail uh, with the federal government is uh, Dr. Uh, Dr. Andrew Samus. He's an Ontario-based surgeon and critical care specialist with an interest in human diet and stroke. And he joins us on the line here this afternoon. Dr. Samus, great to have you with us. Welcome to the program. Great. Thank you. Does it seem to you maybe that uh, Health Canada has, has not been listening to, to a lot of the, the criticism they received over this? Um, I think that's a fair argument, but I really think that this process is really should be one of science. Um, and quite honestly, um, the criticism is more about raising alarms or red flags. But I think in the end, uh, we need to come back to science with respect to our food guide. And that's where I have the biggest problem. And, and that problem is that I don't think that Health Canada did their homework. I think that their scientific review to develop this um, is not only flawed and poorly done, um, but almost seems like they had a conclusion they were going to come down hard on meat, eggs, and dairy before they even started the process. Um, and I think we need to answer these questions with good science. And the science tells us that meat, eggs, and dairy can be part of a healthy diet. And I'll, I'll tell you specifically where I have my biggest concerns. Mm-hmm. Uh, For people out there, um, there are a number of different eating patterns that are recommended. Um, Those are both patterns recommended for those who might be developing um, diseases of the Western diet like obesity and type 2 diabetes and cardiovascular disease, but also recommendations for healthy people how to avoid that. 
And there are a number of different options, which would include diets that uh, get rid of meat, diets that reduce fat, and diets that reduce carbohydrates. Um, and of course, diets that focus mainly on whole and natural foods. And by Health Canada doing a poor scientific review and coming down against uh, meat, eggs, and dairy, we're, we're eliminating the options for Canadians of choosing those healthy diets that include eggs, meat, and dairy as a way to make them healthier. And everyone's different, and not everyone is going to be able to comply um, with diets that are restrictive in one way or another. And as a doctor, uh, when we have therapies that are equal, we, we adapt them to each individual person. And in the same way, when we have a bunch of different equally scientifically proven uh, uh, dietary patterns, why not in our food guide include dietary patterns, uh, include all the dietary patterns so that Canadians can make a choice? And so, it, and that's what Health Canada is not being uh, truthful about. And the truth is the fact that eggs, meat, and dairy can be part of a healthy diet and can be part of a diet um, that, that makes you healthier and prevents those chronic diseases associated with the Western diet. But they're putting all their eggs in one basket. They're going with one direction. And the science doesn't show that. And whenever, whenever as, as someone who studies the science, whenever you see this happening, the first question you should ask is, is there any bias here? And that's yeah. what concerns me. Uh, is, is, there, is there an agenda in the background that's not being reported here uh, for Health Canada to come down against meat, eggs, and dairy? Where might that be coming from then? Um, I don't know, but I think Canadians need to ask that question. There is certainly uh, a, a number of groups out there um, who, who strongly advocate for a healthy diet that does not include meat, eggs, and dairy. And I, I actually uh, believe that's a healthy diet as well. I just don't think it's the only option. And, and I, I'm in favor of whatever pr healthy, proven diet works for Canadians. But as our national institution for this very large and diverse country, we should be giving Canadians all the options in a food guide. And those options can include eating healthy and being healthy when consuming meat, eggs, and dairy. One of the driving factors, at least as Health Canada has described it, is that uh, in, in their belief, Canadians don't eat enough fruits and vegetables. Um, I mean, is, is there something to that? Do we need a component of this that, that encourages more of that? Absolutely. Um, the consumption of uh, specifically uh, fresh vegetables is important. But this is, this is where it becomes interesting is it may well be that the avoidance of highly refined and processed food and the consumption of more whole and fresh food is the answer. And by tagging this on with the elimination of meat, eggs, and dairy doesn't make sense because those can be whole and natural foods as well. And there, there isn't any good scientific studies to suggest a healthy diet, which includes lots of fresh vegetables with meat, is any different than that without meat, eggs, or dairy. And so why is Health Canada um, not giving Canadians the choice? And again, it all comes back to the science. Um, I, I appreciate that the agri-food industry is concerned about this, but I think it needs to stop with them expressing concern. Um, and I, I don't believe any form of bias is appropriate in a food guide, which includes... 
um, the agricultural industry, which includes other biases that may be philosophical um, or environmental. But we need a food guide that's based on science, and and I don't think Health Canada has done that for Canadians. I, uh, if you read their technical report, which is the scientific review they did for this, um, it, it's not well done at all. Uh, and, and again, um, I think it's fair for Canadians to ask, um, was the fix-in before you started this? Was the decision to come down against meat, eggs, and dairy made before they even did the scientific review because it looks that biased? Well, let's talk about, uh, you know, one, one area in particular, the evidence around saturated fat. And, and Health Canada still seems to come from a, a perspective that uh, saturated fat is is bad. There, there's been a lot of evolution in the scientific research on this. Is, is Health Canada relying on outdated information in this area? Uh, that's that's a really good question, and the answer is uh, not only relying on outdated information, but relying on information that doesn't come from a scientific background. And and in a in a very short uh, way of saying it, um, ideas were introduced around saturated fat both in 1961 and in 1977 that were put forward to everybody prior to there being any evidence for it. So. That never really happens in, in health and medicine, where you actually release a guideline when there isn't any evidence. We know now that that's been proven, that we release this fat is bad for you idea without really there being evidence. Because everyone felt, oh, the evidence will come along soon and there's lots of studies going on. But the reality is that evidence never came about. And the scientific sort of peer, the scientific group of studies around saturated fat has yet to show that saturated fat is conclusively bad for us. And in fact, there are many that read all that literature and suggest that um, it tells us that saturated fat is a pretty neutral substance. It's part of our diet and it doesn't cause harm in any way. Um, but Health Canada early on in this process came out against saturated fat, which is confusing because one of the other agents that people are especially concerned about um, are, are the refined carbohydrates. And, and if, you, if you read this technical report, Health Canada almost avoided addressing the concept such as carbohydrates and, and its effect in cardiovascular disease. That wasn't even a question they answered. And interestingly enough, and different than anything we would see in medicine with respect uh, to making guidelines, is Health Canada never actually looked at a scientific study. What they looked at is reports of other people's evaluations of scientific studies. And that doesn't make any sense. Something as important as a food guide for all of Canada, which has the ability to influence people and for places like schools and prisons who have to use it, we actually need to use the actual scientific studies. Um, we're a big country and an important country. And when I read this, it looks like that Health Canada was heavily influenced by our large neighbor to the south. And around the time that Health Canada was looking at doing their... Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Uh, their technical review, uh, the U.S. came out with a policy 
um, and it looks like it heavily influenced us. And, and at, speaking as a Canadian, um, I want a made-in-Canada food guide. I don't want something copied from our big neighbor to the south. How important is the food guide, though? I mean, it's not meant to be the, the final word on everything, but it is, it is quite influential. So w- what are the risks if the final version of this uh, does get the science wrong, as you say? Um, well, I think the biggest risk comes for, let me put it this way, when you look at the, how, how Canadians, polling of Canadians are with respect to the food guide, with this world of social media and with, with this world of everyone being connected, to the average Canadian, I think its, it's value is less. And certainly when we had Canadian food rules, uh, this sort of process started back in the late 1940s. People were more reliant on it because we didn't have this social media. But there are groups in Canada and important and vulnerable groups which are going to be heavily influenced by the food guide. Schools, prisons, other institutions uh, have to use the food guide to design their meal plans. And and consequently, it does have an impact. Um, and and I, I think we need to get it right. The argument that, you know, a lot of people don't pay attention anyway, so what's the the big deal? Well, it is a big deal. Um, it, it, it's a big deal for those places that are obliged to use it, and it's a big deal because we are a, a large, diverse country that holds its place in the world. And people look to things like our nutritional guidelines um, as a measure of how we're doing uh, and I'll, as a Canadian, I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed that, that we're moving in this direction. Uh, it doesn't make sense with respect to the science. There are, there are people across Canada who are getting healthier using fat and restricting their carbohydrates. That's happening. That's happening today. It's happening yesterday. And people are moving away from obesity, diabetes, and heart disease and to a healthier life using a strategy that, according to our up-and-coming food guide, would not would not be healthy and so that's actually happening and health canada needs to explain why they aren't going to allow canadians the choice of moving in that direction to be healthier well this is not yet the final version although we're getting awfully close to that i think they hope to have this done in the coming months does it feel at this point that it's too late to to make any changes that as you said earlier that they they seem to have already made their minds up well, I can tell you that I had the opportunity to meet with the team at Health Canada. We're putting this together uh, quite some time ago, um, and they they actually were receptive and and listened to the arguments that were put forward with respect to the science. Um, but nothing changed, and um, I think I think they are aware um, of the concerns. And again, I want to stress that these concerns are based on science. Um, I don't think. Any form of bias should influence our food guide. This is about the health of Canadians, and it must be based on science. And um, I honestly don't think uh, Health Canada is going to change on this. Um, It's unfortunate, but I don't see them doing good science to start with, and consequently, I don't see them being influenced by good science in the end. Um, uh, We're fortunate in Canada to have a community uh, of interested uh, learned family physicians and dietitians who who understand the science of this and who at some way are going to buffer our population um, from this sort of misguided misguided and concerning uh, direction uh, against eggs, meat, and dairy. Um, but Canadians know and, and their family physicians and dietitians know um, that meat, eggs, and dairy can be a healthy part of a diet and that it, it's likely processed food and highly refined food that is a major problem. Um, and 
uh, I'm disappointed at what Health Canada is doing. I'm concerned that behind the scenes there's something bigger going on here. Uh, but in the end, uh, I don't predict we're going to be able to make much change in this. And uh, unfortunately, in Canada, we don't rev- revise our food guide on a regular pattern. In the U.S., every five years, they issue a, a new one. We kind of do it in a hodgepodge kind of fashion, the last one being in 2007. So I don't know how long we're going to have to wait with with this poorly done piece of of documentation before we can move to one that gets the science right. And hopefully by then uh, it will be clear how misguided this one is because as science comes in every year, we're moving farther away from the position that Health Canada has taken. Yeah, well, it is indeed unfortunate. Uh, Dr. Samus, really appreciate your insight on all of this, and uh, thanks so much for making some time for us here today. Well, thank you. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.